This is, so we're, we're on the record now, because I, w- I wanted to make sure we recorded her introducing the show. Uh, this is perfect that you're recording right now. Yeah, right. This, this is great. Oh, she thought you were going to surprise this one. So, uh, Tom, oh, sorry, Julian. I, <laughs> you had your show, this Julian. This is a good time, Julian. This is us now. Julian, I apologize to a heckler. Um, <laughs> So uh, we all wanted to take this chance to, to thank you for all of the hard work that you've been doing for the network, for making the network a re- uh, reality altogether. So uh, we would all like to present you with the Spirit Stallion of Cimarron Award for your commitment to horse-themed erotica and podcasting <laughs> excellence. Oh my god. Okay, okay, for the... Hold on, Tom. Whoa. <laughs> Everyone on this network is thankful for your time, energy, and vision that has given us a platform to express ourselves. Uh, and it is with <laughs> all of our collective gratitude that I present you with the very first Upford Winnie. <laughs> okay, first off, I'm touched. <laughs> uh, there's just no end to it. There um, are small grooming supplies that come with the Winnie so for, in case you would like to bathe it. For the, for the listeners at home, this is a small horse. Yeah, yeah this this is horse. this is a yeah, it's a medium horse. Thanks, Sam. Yeah, this is a medium horse with like a tea cozy for a saddle and a bunch of plastic toys to brush its tail and, and it catch its poop, I guess. Yeah. Um, or no, it's, feed it's to it. feed it. Of course, that's where my mind goes first, right? No, not both. It's one or the other. It could be both. And it has been signed by everyone on the network that was here. That is here. That is here. here. (laughs) That's very nice of you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Well, without further ado, welcome to Up for Discussion. I'm going to do the intro the way I usually do the intro, because that felt wrong. (laughs) Welcome to episode 176 of Up for Discussion, an emotionally honest comedy podcast where we take your questions and turn them into good things, like true stories and funny jokes. Hot goofs Uh, and tasty... That's what it is. Truths and tasty goofs. I usually usually have have coffee. coffee. Um, Can you yeah. tell we've done 176 of these? Yeah, well, geez. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm Tom Zalatni. I'm Kate Bradley. I'm Adrian Schoen. I'm... Simon Peltier? That's, that's right. <laughs> you seem uncertain, Simon. Um, I, was, I was distracted by all this gold in front of me. Yeah, lots of gold, lots of gold. Uh, I just need to really professionally send a text message real quick. Uh, really? We just gave you an award for how well you do things. You know, I can't be professional 100% of the time. That's 
yeah, that's a burden that I can't bear, but maybe with my new horse friend <laughs> sharing the, bur- the burden. Um, yeah, so thank you guys for coming out tonight. Um, what you probably know because you're here is that uh, this show is part of a fundraiser that we're currently doing for our network, the Upford Network, uh, to build a sound booth in our home studio because uh, we're having a baby. Um, Not us, just just the two of them. Simon and I specifically are having a baby. Um <laughs> So yeah, uh, that's really exciting. The baby is due in October, which means that sometime between now and then we need to build a sound booth uh, to drown out the noise that the baby is going to make. Um, And we've done basically everything short of selling our souls to the devil in order to make this fundraiser happen. We've had live shows and uh, spammed a lot of our Facebook friends. Oh, yeah. Uh, Adrian the other night accidentally made a group thread with all of her Facebook friends and got, like, almost $600 out of it. So. <laughs> Whoa. I don't know how many uh, Facebook friends I lost in the process. <laughs> <laughs> worth it, worth it. Yeah. yeah. But I thought, um, since the only thing we haven't done yet is literally sell our souls to the devil, I thought I might call him up and see if uh, mm. we can arrange something. So. Oh. I think I rigged up the aux cord properly for this. Let's see. Did you guys hear that? Yes. Yeah, cool, good. Who the fuck? <laughs> I don't like phone calls. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> right, let's see. He's taking his sweet, sweet time. <clears throat> I yeah. know, yeah. Classic devil, right? Always leaves He's you waiting. He's a busy guy. Hello, oh. thank you for calling. Hello, this is Jeff speaking. Hi, uh, Jeff. Um, we, we were actually hoping to speak to your boss. Is he around? Oh. Uh, is this Tom? Yeah, this is Tom. Tom Zalatni from Up for Discussion. Oh, okay, yeah, he's been waiting for your call. I'm just gonna put you on hold, is that okay? Sure, yeah, thanks so much, Jeff. We were not consulted in this. So, so Jeff is not the devil. <laughs> Jeff is the <laughs> Is this, is this Devin on a, a little... Satan <laughs> speaking. Hey, Satan, uh, this is Tom Zalatni from the Up for Discussion podcast. How you doing? I'm doing pretty fine. How are you, Tom? Yeah, no complaints. Uh, look, we're, we're actually at Mainline Theatre right now in Montreal, Quebec. Uh, do you want to say a quick hello to everyone in the audience? Uh, you know, Tom, it's actually really hard to hear you right now. Are you not talking directly into a phone? Is, uh, is this better? That's a lot better. A lot better. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Uh, I wasn't sure how well the aux cord was working. Um, Satan, I wanted to uh, I wanted to welcome you to Up for Discussion. We're currently doing a live show at Mainline Theater to about mm, six people in the audience. <laughs> uh, do you want to say hi to the six people? Uh, how are you guys doing? <laughs> That's about it. Yeah, they're laughing. Um, well, All right, cool. Satan, we're calling you up because uh, we are in the middle of a big fundraiser right now for our network to build a sound booth, and we've done everything short of selling our souls to, uh, well, to you. Uh, I wanted to know... Mm. <laughs> oh, now he's getting into it. <laughs> I wanted to know uh, how much would we have to... Or what price would you give us for our souls, I guess, is the question. I didn't think this call would go through. I'm really surprised. <laughs> Who's, who's there right now? Uh, it's me, Tom Zalatni, host of Up for Discussion, uh, along with Kate Bradley. No, don't, don't Ad- tell him I'm here. <laughs> Adrian Schoen and uh, Simon Peltier. I knew it was the tattoo. Mm, well, Kate's a pure soul. I'd probably give you, I might give you 10 grand just for hers. Ten, that would be incredible. That's actually our fundraising goal. <laughs> now, too bad for uh, you and Simon. You guys are men of the faith. Uh, I don't know, uh, uh, maybe 35 bucks? 35? Okay, well, that's 70 between the two of us, or is it 30 total? 
Uh, no, three, no, 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 70 between the two. Come on, give yourself some credit. Okay, okay, that's not bad. Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, how about Adrian? How much is she worth? She must not have much of a soul, right? Adrian, uh, Adrian's actually a coveted prize around here, so I might Thank give you, you uh, yeah, about half a cake, 5,000, how's that sound? That's pretty great, yeah. Um, well, uh, I'll send you the campaign link. Uh, what's the best email address for that? Is it still yohandenora at gmail.com? Uh, no Yeah, you just send it right way. to yohandenora at gmail.com. <laughs> oh, uh, well, we love you, man. How's Toronto? Uh, uh, Toronto is hell. <laughs> <laughs> so, pretty, pretty good. Cool. Well, thanks so much for doing this. Um, they were all really surprised that I that I pulled this shit at the beginning of our live show that people paid for. So, thank you. Look, if I was in an audience and the host of a podcast I was watching the live show of called Satan, I'd be pretty fucking surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Well, uh, we'll let you get back to your evening of uh, whatever it is that you do in Toronto. Just about to go to bed. Sick. <laughs> Enjoy it. Love you, man. Alright, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Give it up for Satan, everybody. At first I was like, this stranger is valuing me so high. And he wasn't a stranger. How long did it take you to catch on that I was Johan? Oh, thanks, Kenny. Until you said it. Yeah. When you said Johan. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, for those of you who don't know, that was Johan Denora, who just recently left us to go explore his life in Toronto. So. Yeah. He's a good boy. Good, good boy. We miss him. Yeah, so um, why did you come to this? You guys, audience members. Why? I know why I came, so... <laughs> you asked me to? Yeah. I think I, Teffer just pointed to her belly. I'm, I'm literally happy for me. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Which and means she has to support you in everything you do. Yeah, exactly. This That's is the, the time to go wild. Yeah, yeah. Uh, cool, well, thank you guys to the five of you who showed up tonight. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so what we usually do is have questions submitted by our patrons uh, over at patreon.com slash up for discussion. Um, and we kind of, you know, pick a couple every week and really dive into them for like half an hour each. But uh, we figured you guys, I don't think anyone in this audience supports us on Patreon. So I thought Thank it would you be... very much. <laughs> I thought it would be better to get uh, questions from you. And uh, a fun thing is that also uh, after the show, or like at the end of the show, I guess, uh, there will be a raffle where one person who wrote a question in this cup um, will win an opportunity to be on an episode of our uh, Jeopardy bonus series. Ooh. So, um, Do you know things? Do you like trivia? I know things for that game. I, I lost terribly because I don't know things. All three of you lost terribly. Yeah, I, know, all, uh, I lost very hard. I lost dramatically. <laughs> it was high intensity. Yeah. So you'll probably win Jeopardy. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 We set the bar real low for you guys. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, the, the returning champion for the next episode of Jeopardy only won because uh, Stefan Speck uh, <laughs> went all in on the final question with like... Tw- $40,000 and lost everything because he got the answer wrong. And the guy who came in second place only had like 20 bucks. So, <laughs> But he took a risk and he had fun. That's it. And that's what it's all about. Yes. Uh, speaking of taking risks and having fun, should we pull out the first yes. question? Yes. Questions. Cool. Uh, I'm going to pass the cup down so that we can each take turns. Don't lose the papers, though, because we're going to need them at the end. That's in true. fact, two cups. Oh. Shit. Came prepared. Um, that's, that's some black magic right there. You, you sure really is. did talk to the devil, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Johan. Um, so take a question out of here, read it, put it in here. You know the drill. Do I start? Kate, go for right. it. Then we have to keep track, though, because we're, we're going to... It's okay. Look, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I believe in you. <laughs> Hokey dokey. Maddie asks, 
What do you do when people are being assholes to you? Ah, uh, hmm. the eternal question. It Simon, what do I do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you mean. <laughs> I freeze. I, 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 I say stupid shit. Uh, and then, like, immediately once the interaction has uh, ended... It all, all the logical, witty, you know, yes, I would have won this conversation uh, comes out after the person has gone mm-hmm. most of the time. I'm so shocked that somebody, like, I, I have, like, a delay of, like, two hours where I'm like, I think someone treated me bad. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I and then what do you do? What do you do with that? Absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I bottle it up inside and then uh, just... I assume everybody is, is doing the, the best that they can. <laughs> oh. But then by bottling it up, you become the asshole. That's yeah. the circle. Hmm. Yeah, probably. And then so they cool. bottle it up, they become an asshole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Assholery begets assholery. Yeah. Yes. Begets assholery. Begets mm-hmm. assholery. Yeah. I think I get like overly apologetic. Like, mm. much, like my, I'm, my <gasps> personality is such that if someone criticizes me in any way whether it's it's true or not my first thought is yep you're totally right that's completely true and then it's not until like eight people later tell me no that guy was an asshole that I go oh yeah <laughs> kind of like you maybe yeah. I was treated badly yeah oh my goodness I feel like you you probably have the gumption to react in the moment oh I mostly just like angry tweet about it <laughs> yeah. I, I just like blow we've up all on read Twitter. some of those <laughs> Yeah, no, I'll usually just tweet really angry things, like five or six tweets in a row, and then delete the thread, and, you know, yeah, someone will see them, and usually it's Kate, and usually she messages me saying, hey, uh, you okay? (laughs) (laughs) I saw your tweets. What are the details? What's going on? How are you feeling? That's true. Half the time you're checking if I'm okay, and the other half the time you're, like, asking for gossip. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta know that the details aren't in the post. I want to know so that I can feel things about something else, because I don't feel things. (laughs) It doesn't feel things, just in general. (laughs) All right, cup passing. Before Kate folds in on herself, let's move on. (laughs) All right, so next question. How does one proceed if you and your partner differ on the polymonogamy question? Who asked that? Uh, Does not say. Somebody wishes to remain anonymous. (laughs) Name and question. We were pretty clear. Well, that was not anonymous anymore. Who who was it? Thanks, Sam. You can't tell by the language. So I think, like, I think that's an important conversation to have, right? Like, I don't think. Um, I think he that says as he straps the blanket on his horse. Saddle atop the horse. <laughs> I, I'm just multitasking. Okay. <laughs> I, I think it's really important uh, to communicate with your partner uh, about like everything like that. So like, look, monogamy doesn't come supernaturally to a lot of people. Um, but a lot of people still want it, right? So there we go. We're saddled up and ready to go. Um, so if you if you want to saddle up for a relationship, no. and you want to be monogamous, you really need to make sure your partner knows that, right? And also make sure they're on board. Um, I think that if your partner is not on board, they might choose to compromise if they love you enough, or they might say, "Well, okay, I guess we can't do this." Um, but that's just kind of a conversation you have to have eventually, right? 
Yeah, and I think making sure that you know what that means. Like, if you want that kind of relationship, why do you want that kind of relationship? Because it might point to another thing that mm -hmm. one person can actually give you, but you just don't know how to get that from one person. Right. Maybe you want to be non-monogamous because you think that sex with one person won't be exciting enough, and so the solution is to have really exciting sex with one person. For example. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Hypothetically, I <laughs> Open some tabs in Chrome and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, bring a horse into your relationship. All I think also, answer. like, communication throughout, because it can be really easy to have an extended conversation at some point and then say, okay, we've come to a conclusion, but then maybe feelings change at some point, or someone like agreed to something they actually weren't really comfortable with mm -hmm. right and then like instead of changing their mind they say oh, well actually I'm not comfortable with that mm -hmm. but right. then if you only talk about it once that that breeds a lot of hurt in the future right and yeah. I mean that's just I feel like this is all just true for anything in a relationship yeah. right? you just yeah. talk about it ad nauseum yeah. yeah 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 and may I say yes personal experience I had talked to my partner now husband about doing a threesome oh. we talked about it I was open to it but then we stopped talking about it. <laughs> and then he messaged a woman online without <laughs> talking to me first. <laughs> oh! <laughs> no! So that, that was problematic! <laughs> I'm not gonna Paul make the story spicier and say she was waiting in bed when I got home. <laughs> we, we, he just told me like, oh, this is uh, whatever her name is. And I was like, you did motherfucking what? <laughs> <laughs> um, which led to a massive argument, And but the problem wasn't it, it was making doing the action without consulting me. Mm -hmm. Consult your partner. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Except and if you're surprising them with a tiny horse. Well, that's it. Yeah. yeah, you can give me, babe. You can give me a tiny horse anytime you want. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, no, I think I think that's a really good point though that it has to be an ongoing conversation, right? Like every, I mean, like consent, you have to constantly be talking to your partner about what they want, what they're comfortable with, mm -hmm. yeah. and like what you're comfortable with. And if you decide you're up for a threesome, and then you decide later that you're not, hopefully you don't decide that like while the other person's there because that's kind of rude. But like, you know, but it's still it, something you can do. Exactly. Yeah. At the end of the day, if you're not comfortable with it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Yeah. Don't, don't. Don't. Yeah, I mean, I've been married for 10 years. I think it would be a surprise if I brought it up now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, but you bottle things up, so it's not really surprising. That's true. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's true. He might be like, I suspect it all along. <laughs> Uh, but I, I we, we talk about things pretty consistently. If I came up with that out of the blue, I think he might be like, well. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I do think that... Uh, yeah, I mean, that could be something that could change over time. Uh, oh, absolutely. That, you know, yeah. your interest in it um, changes as, mm -hmm. as your relationship evolves. I think that would be a really difficult uh, subject to, to bring up after that long. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Unless you'd both been secretly hoping for it the whole time. Yeah, and maybe that's the case. So. Yeah. Oh, and then b both of your eyes just grow with excitement. Oh, this is actually going to happen. <laughs> I, I just had a thought, and I, by, by audience... You guys let me know if this is a good idea. You all just have like a, like a long checklist and every six months or something you sit down and you both go, are you okay with this? No, cool. Yeah. Are you okay with this? No, cool. And it's like just, taxes. Just get, get on the same page for all the things. And then it's, it's like a dry erase, so you just like erase it once you're done. And yeah. 
Cool. I feel like right. that would kind of imply question, that people that they're changing so much that they don't know each other enough. <laughs> like, or just that it's good to check in. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I think that's totally reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think at, at the essence, this was a check-in. I was just trying to make it more convoluted because that's what I do. <laughs> Simon. Once a month, you need to make a Twitter poll and only send it to your partner, but make it public. <laughs> Or those Instagram polls where you go like, how into this are you? And then you can slide the little... Aubergine. The, the little love eye emoji across. I hate the sound of this relationship <laughs> so much. I hate it. It's making my skin crawl. This like social media-based relationship. It's so gross. Welcome to 2018. Don't, yes, my like. so, Simon, do you want to read the next question? I've been trying to. This is, hey. Hello. How to react. No, okay, Here is a question. Thank you. Besides, what's this? Be, besides pr- pre, pi, price, pi, continue and then decipher. How did you decide what neighborhood? Oh, besides price, there it is. Oh, there we go. How did you decide what neighborhood you wanted to live in? Thanks from Evelyn. Thank you, Evelyn. Thanks, Evelyn. You're great. <laughs> besides price. <laughs> I don't understand. There's like one. Uh, else. Okay, I see it now. That's cool. <laughs> uh. Well, I grew up in Verdun and m- moved within Verdun and now have moved again within Verdun. Mm. So that's how I chose it. I, I, I guess it chose Comfort? me, yeah. really, you know? I, yeah, I mean, proximity to family mm. and I, I can't talk about price, but proximity to work, which I chose because of Verdun, because of proximity to family. It's, it's a whole thing. Yeah. I, I moved into the place I'm at uh, about a year ago, and it has so many fucking outlets. It's just the best Ooh. thing ever. Like, you can charge your phone no matter where you are. It's oh, like, I thought, like, outlet them? malls. No, I like, mean, like, plugs. Like, ah. if, if your cell phone battery is down, there's, like, one next to this chair, one next to this chair, <laughs> one behind that picture, one across the room, one in the kitchen. Like, you're never more than, like, five Sorry, feet away. there's an outlet behind a picture? There is. <laughs> It's like up in the middle of a wall, like six feet high behind a photograph. I don't know why. Oh, I did the photograph the come with the apartment or did you guys decide to hang it on top of it? Well, there was, there was a, a nail. So that's how I decide where to hang things. Uh, and, and it seemed weird that there was a plug in the middle of the wall. <laughs> so I, I did as my forebears did. Probably a TV. Yeah, I probably, yeah, probably, probably a, TV. a TV mount, which yeah. we, I'm, too ill-equipped to figure out how to mount our TV. I keep thinking about it, uh, I, but I'm, I just see the drywall ripping <laughs> off onto me and breaking everything. So, um, but I, I don't know that we chose it for that reason, but it has turned out to be a, a wonderful asset and I would urge anybody to notice how many outlets there are in an apartment before they look. Oh yeah. fuck, that ugh, bought a house four years ago. Uh-oh. Now I know what to look for in a house. <laughs> None of the fucking doors can close properly uh. because it's a fucking old house. So it's and we didn't think, oh, let's try and open and close every single door. <laughs> I know now. Yeah. I had an apartment. Well, Sam and I had an apartment where all the light switches were on the outside of the rooms, oh, including the bathroom. No. <laughs> so you can go to the bathroom without fear that your roommate would turn the light off on you while you're pooping. <laughs> that was garbage. <laughs> yeah, I, you both I, are spiteful roommates. That's why. That's it. Uh, no, I think I have a similar thing to you, Simon. Where I grew up in NDG and lived in NDG for a long time, and then I moved out of NDG for a bit. Someone whooped. Yeah. Um, 
moved out of NDG for like two and a half years maybe and then moved back. Maybe not even that long. It might have been a year and a half. Um, so NDG is really just home for me. Like I like that it is a neighborhood where things happen, but it's still relatively quiet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's affordable-ish. Yeah. Ish. I, I should also we add... We can't talk about price, Tom. We yeah, can't talk yeah. about price. I should also add the like, actual neighborhood I'm in, uh, in addition to the plugs. Mm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm situated like so close to the metro, and there's like a brothel and like a really fancy grocery store, like all on the same block. And it, it's just, a, it's in the gay village of Montreal, which... Uh, if, there we go, that's fine. Uh, for our American it's listeners... What? Uh, it is actually called the gay village. I'm not. Mm-hmm. I'm not just adding that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it's super swinging, and uh, it, it's a lot of fun. I don't remember which cup is which, so I'm just the one take with a the quick fewest look. questions. This is, is the price one. Okay, so I'm gonna just <laughs> cram that in there. <clears throat> oh, I'm gonna empty it because I'm gonna draw at the end, so I need them all here anyway. Cool. Uh, all right, our next question. Can we get Isn't a this roll? the best sound? <laughs> Love it. Oh shit, no. Wait, no, keep, flashback keep to a dentist. Uh, Fucking uh. dentist. Oh. <laughs> oh and God. we're having some horseplay. <laughs> I think we I, I think we can end the show right now. <laughs> it's over. Uh. I just got to say before we continue as well, I'm all full of interruptions. Uh, he put the grooming mitten on the horse and it's adorable. I did. Um Someone who didn't leave a name on their paper, so I guess they don't want to win a prize, asked, where do babies come from? Who asked that? Show your hand. Raise your hand. All right, so it was my sister, Maddie. Um, (laughs) uh, Babies come from sex between two consenting adults, hopefully. Next question. (laughs) Uh, Actually, that's really... uh, that's really minimizing it because babies can come from a lot of different places. Um, the a hoo-ha. lot of people, a lot of people can't the have the hoo- <laughs> the hoo-ha is, is a place where they come from. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a lot of people can't yeah. have babies uh, the like sex-based way for various reasons. Maybe your sperm is low motility, or uh, your ovaries are bad. Um, there's there's <laughs> a whole lot God. of reasons. That, that's great stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I forgot I forgot the word for that. Okay. Um, I'm sure it's the ovaries' fault. Hey, I started with the. Sperm. <laughs> I am an equal opportunity infertility blamer, all right? Oh, wow. Um, yeah, so actually babies can come from a lot of places. Uh, people adopt babies that were made in various ways in other places. Um, you can get um, what's called in, in vitro fertilization, which is where uh, they put babies in you, sort of, from the ingredients from other people. Um, it's, it's actually... <laughs> I'm learning so much. I'm learning how little Tom knows about anatomy words. (laughs) So the sad thing is I've listened to like 90 episodes of this podcast about uh, in in vitro fertilization stuff. And like, yeah, half the lingo is right over my head. It's because you always listen to podcasts while doing other things. So your mind isn't paying attention. And I listen to them at 1.5 speed. So everybody sounds like they're talking like this all the time. And it's kind of really hard to keep track. Right. Yeah. So right. that's where babies come from, is all over the place, but mostly sperm in the egg go, hey, and then a baby comes out like, uh, like a broken three quarters egg. of a year later. Come Can't, back to the bad like egg. A, like know. a broken egg? What? Well, Jesus fucking Christ, you know, he did this. <laughs> it looks... I'll make a video for the listeners. <laughs> this. Like, Can we get a boomerang of Kate just you know, doing that? It, also, the, the, what, are, what are you doing? <laughs> and then the baby comes out. 
Kate, do you want to read the yeah. next? No, I want to talk about cloning for two seconds. Oh, yeah. Because you know when the sheep happened, Dolly, right? Long right. time ago. And then, like, nothing, nothing. Some rumors about making a mammoth again. Nothing, nothing. And then Barbara Strangstan's just like, yeah, I have money, so I'm cloning my dogs. How, how advanced is cloning now? Yeah. Yeah. Can they clone people? Probably. I mean, a dog is a kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's true. Well, well, yes, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> Organs and heart beating and stuff. So if they can do that, I mean, there's probably full of basements, full of clones. Attack of the clones. Have you Attack seen the, the Prestige? I think that's what the basement. Is that what it's like. about? Oh, okay. I'll educate yeah. myself. Just all yeah. dead Hugh Jackmans. Do we have a uh, name on this one? Uh, Anna Banana. Thanks, Anna Banana. Anna Banana. That's is that your real name? <laughs> Internet dating. What the fuck? Do's and don'ts? Got any? Anna Banana's got sass. Mm. <laughs> okay, here we go. Yeah, I'll oh, just grab yeah, it we get to take enough. that. Internet dating. Uh, Who here has internet dated? Briefly. 36 hours is how long I spent 30? on Tinder. Wow. Does I was two weeks. <laughs> okay. Yeah. How, how many people did you interact with? Two. They Within 36 hours? Yeah. So you started a date, date, the date ended horribly. You're like, okay, next time. No, I, I never met them, but like I chatted with them for a little bit. Oh. They're both very lovely, very wonderful people. Uh, but then I, like, not long after, got back together with my girlfriend. I was like, I think this doesn't feel okay anymore. Oh. I so, mean, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> you hadn't had the monogamy conversation None of us yet. were all that invested in each other anyway. They were, like, they were very nice, but I was like, yeah, no, not, not a huge loss. I uh, married the one I dated, so does that count as dating? Was it on the internet? We met on MySpace. Oh, oh, that counts. Yeah. <laughs> he, he messaged several women, probably with the oh. exact same message, uh, and I responded. Threesome? Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, then we chatted on MSN, and then we went out. And then we had sex, and then it was all about sex, and then, and then uh, he wanted to commit, but I didn't want to commit because I was afraid of commitment because I, I'm going to hurt you. I'm necessarily going to hurt you because I'm the spawn of two divorced parents. And then, and then, so he just backed off. He's like, fuck this shit. She just wants to play around. And then we're making out, we're making out in the back of his Vigor. And, uh, and I stop him and I say, I think I'm falling in love with you. And he goes, are you being serious? <laughs> and that was the beginning of our committed relationship. What did you say? What, what did you answer to that? I, I said, yes, going. yes, I'm being serious. <laughs> and then we talked it out. Nice. And then he fingered me. <laughs> Get back to the horse. Do the horse thing. Do the... <laughs> Sorry for that. Internet dating. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, no, I, I, uh, I dated somebody from a message board, a Lindy Hop-based message board in 2000. Oh. Uh, I told him that I was a centaur, and I ran the uh, weather channel out of my basement. And he was like, that's the girl for me. And uh, so we, we dated for like three months, and he was man of honor at my wedding. Wow. Oh. We were, yeah, no. There's a couple missing pieces in the story. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. No, I, as he said in his wedding speech, he thought I would make a wonderful wife for somebody else. <laughs> I feel that way about Simon. Yeah. I think Simon would make a wonderful husband for someone who's not me. Yeah. I would also make a wonderful wife for somebody else. Possibly. <laughs> I'm not really into doing that, but I feel like I could. Maybe. I could be. Yeah. yeah. I, I tried the online dating thing for a bit. Uh, I was hopelessly lonely for a little while, so I was like, hey, you know, Tinder's a thing. And I chatted with like a bunch of people, but never actually met up with... I met up with one. 
Um, she was cool. She was like doing YouTube things for like a kid's YouTube channel. Mm -hmm. So like, you know how people, fuck, this horse is so perfect for tonight. Um, (laughs) You know, there's like kids videos on YouTube that have millions of views that are literally just a pair of hands playing with a horse and being like, oh, I fucking love water. And like (laughs) the kids just love that shit. So they just watch it for hours and hours and hours. Um, And she was like working for a channel that did that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, you're a really cool person. And we had no connection and I was not at all interested in seeing her ever again but I was like I admire your work <laughs> well I, yeah that, that's what I've heard is really frustrating is that you keep like okay that doesn't didn't work out I'm gonna try somebody else and then that person doesn't work out and then you try somebody apparently like, it's really exhausting mm-hmm. to keep and then you're like is it me and all this kind of stuff I'm just relaying what other people have told me I <laughs> don't know this person person but like person. isn't that just dating in general like whether you whether you're online or at a bar or a meeting through mutual friends whatever like you isn't that dating just finding someone and then maybe you do, maybe you don't have a connection with? Like, maybe people just do it more because it's more accessible, right? Mm -hmm. Like, by doing it online, but I've not dated much, but I feel like that's what it is, right? It's like, yeah, you try something that doesn't work, move on. And if you really want to find someone, then you keep doing that. Yeah. Yeah. That's reasonable. That does seem like the objective of dating. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) Should we move on to the... We're powering through these. We normally do, like, a question when we talk about it for like an hour and a half. <laughs> so, uh, Britain, I think, uh, how do I get my dog to socialize with other dogs? <gasps> He's nine years old and cute. What's, okay. What is that in human years? How many human years is nine dogs? 63. Why does that matter? <laughs> Seriously. It, it, well, because then you ask yourself, how does a 63-year-old interact with another 63-year-old? And you say at the shuffleboard. <laughs> So bring your dog to a shuffleboard. But size is also a factor in how fast dogs age. I'd argue it's the same with people. Uh, What? Small people, large people interact differently. Uh, That's true. Small people and large people interact differently? Yeah. Do they have different lifespans? People are individuals. (laughs) Let's get back to the dogs because we clearly don't understand humans. I have have two peeps, two peeps, two Jack Russells. Jax Russell. Um, and we, yes, Jax Russell. <laughs> and we didn't do right by them and we didn't socialize them early. So R2 gets freaked out. Uh, and it started at dog parks because dog parks are like the worst place to bring your fucking mm-hmm. dog because the, the, the owners don't give a shit. Like two assholes who come in with their huskies and they just chat on the fence and the huskies are like literally strangling everybody else, strangling with their little paws. They're just strangling <laughs> the other smaller dogs. Um, so R2 got ever. chased around a lot and then he's like, I hate all other dogs. Uh, Trixie was super submissive and would roll on her back and everything was fine. But then by taking R2 out of the mix, we also took Trixie out of the mix and then they, none of them knew how to interact with dogs. Um, years later... Um, I got married, and when I went to Europe, we needed to put the dog somewhere. We, we put them at Barks Avenue, and he socialized there with professionals. Trust oh. professionals. Yeah, no, yeah, because, I mean, sure, you can read shit online and, like, do a doggy date, I guess, with friends. Yeah, I, I found that if you walk them uh, together before, like, just dumping them in a room together, yeah, that, yeah. that does help sometimes. Sometimes, you know what? Don't worry about it. Give up. Um, <laughs> It's not all you. Like, sometimes they're just prickly bastards, and they're your prickly bastards. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, you're expending a lot of time and energy in doing a thing that you've, you've lived nine years without having it, so you seem fine. Um, I, I'm going to say give up. Yeah. And then and give up the, the dog socializing and then continue the human love. Right? Yeah. Right? No, like, your relationship's fine as it is. Just embrace what you have. 
So you're suggesting isolating your dog and not letting it make any friends other than you. It seems happy that way. Yeah. Well, all right. That's what we tell ourselves. I've had so many rants about this that we're we're like we're we're like oh man's best friend and they're our buddies. But like I bought you and I've isolated you in my home and I choose when you go outside. That's not a that's not a healthy relationship. No. That's how I grew up. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Now I get it. Yeah, sense. <laughs> Next question. Next question. Is that the last one in the cup? It is. The That's last one. so oh. convenient because we're running out of time. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Maddie asks, "Where do babies come from?" Are you serious? Yeah. Twice. Wrong cup. Wrong cup. No. All right. Well, I have a cabbage patch question then. Ooh. Oh, fuck those things. Well, okay. So the, you know, in their lore, that the 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 babies grow in the cabbage patch and they come out. Why do they have Xavier Roberts tattooed on their butt? A, who's I'm Xavier sorry? Roberts? Yeah, wait, hang on. I don't know, but that was. A part of that doll is that his signature is on the ass of every one of the dolls. Why? That's so fucked up. Who they could have put it on the bottom of its foot. No. It's, I assume it's the designer. Yeah. I, there's a creepy backstory in there, and I, I don't know what it is. Maybe they just thought no one would look at the butt because that's too, like, lewd. And they were like, let's put it there so that no one ever knows that we Everybody branded Everybody pulls the pants down on a doll. That's true. Everybody. That's yeah. step one. But, but, like, what if they were the first ones to do it, right? Like, they were like, we're making these dolls, and uh, no, I don't know what people are going to do with them because no one's ever done anything with dolls before. And then they're like, shit, of course they pull down the pants. This is... So obvious. Yeah. 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 But this man thought ahead and was like, they all pull down the pants. I will be known. Like, I, I, And here we are asking a question about him on the world's most popular podcast. <laughs> Woo! Every- Cheer for us. Yes. Thank you. What happens to the cabbage once they're born? Slaw. Do they no. eat the cabbage That's as exactly we sometimes eat the placenta? Oh. oh. So salad, placenta... Placenta salad. You guys are saying polenta wrong. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that word. I, I, you're calling my bluff. I think it's like a rice thing. <laughs> oh, you don't know either. Corn. It's corn. Corn. corn? Yes. Oh, great. <laughs> Why is you. it red? It's Italian corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm thinking no, of flamenco. <laughs> Sorry. Oh man. So. Yes, I know what you're talking about now. <laughs> Shall we, uh, shall we find out who won our raffle prize? Yes! Okay. All right. Well, I've got this nice little cup. I folded all your papers up so that they're a reasonable size for it. I don't know why, like, all of you guys folded them in half once, as if that's a reasonable <laughs> size to draw out of a cup. Have you seen the size of the cup, guys? It's a small-ass cup. Let them fold how they want a goddamn yeah. fold. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, who wants to draw the, the thing? Kate, me. Kate does. Cool. Sorry. So the winner no, of the, uh, the winner of our Jeopardy guest spot. Slap those thighs, Britain. Oh, with her dog, Britain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, Britain, at the end of the show, uh, come grab my contact info, uh, and we will get you on Jeopardy. Congratulations. Nice. Awesome. Um, thank you guys so much to all yes. of you who came out tonight. Uh, we're going to wrap up in uh, just a couple of minutes, uh, but we have time for, like, one more question. Does anybody if have one? If someone wants to shout one. Final question. No? 
Should we grab yeah. one from our paying audience at home? How Let's about we try do that? that? Let's grab an, a question from someone who paid us to talk and only talk about it for five minutes, which feels like maybe we're ripping them off. Let's keep, let's just do it. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Or we could fold paper cranes <laughs> in silence. That's great audio content. Yes. <laughs> in silence. I'm looking forward to all the comments we're going to get from people who are like, I don't know what was happening with the horse throughout the whole recording. <laughs> I think you really need to remember that we don't have video. Um, let's see. It's beige. Man, people send in some fucking shitty questions, not going to lie. Oh. Way to encourage further oh. people. Oh, all wow. questions are valid. Tom, appreciate you. They're in the room. What is the horse's name? I, well, I it wasn't. What? What? what uh, is, the Winnie. The Winnie. It's the Winnie. It's, it's Winnie. Winnie. You won a Winnie. It is Winnie. So what it, like, that's the award, but maybe yeah. like, tell us a bit about the horse itself. Mm. Let's look at its ass. Yeah. And see if yeah. its <laughs> name is there. Uh, it, really? it definitely no, it's says. Oscar. <laughs> yeah, it's an Academy Award. It's called an Oscar, no? Guys, yeah. the only okay. name written on its ass is Adrian, so. <laughs> I think that's its name. Adrian, are you okay? With I mean, they're both blonde. Uh, yeah. Um, I don't. Do you want to give the horse a backstory? Yes, yes absolutely. Yeah. That way we can care about it. If it has no backstory, we don't care. That's why movies suck sometimes. All right. I decided how we're wrapping this thing up. We're going to do a word at a time story <laughs> oh, explaining yeah, the horse's yeah. backstory. Let's get some fucking okay. improv in here. Uh, improv do games. it. <laughs> One day I was walking down a cabbage patch and I noticed a shining horse in the patch. She was majestic and supple. <laughs> we Nope. Were, mm, were immediately vexed by each other's beauty. I knelt before her and lifted my quads. <laughs> 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 How does that work? <laughs> you're, kneel, you're kneeling and you lift, you lift your quad. It's a sign of respect to horses. Is it a one knee kneel? You kneel on one knee, lift the other quad? I think when you're like night kneeling, you've got one quad up. It's fine. Yeah. It works. It works, Kate. It works. Thank right. you, Simon. Lifted quads over her back. <laughs> there we go. All right. There we go. That's the best <laughs> story of the horse. <laughs> Thank yeah. you so much for, for enduring that. Jesus. Thank you. Thank you guys so much for coming out tonight. Uh, thank you to Bruce working the tech. Thanks to Kenny. Love you, Bruce. Um, if you guys haven't already and you want to support our network's big fundraiser, uh, you can go to igg.me slash at slash upford. That's U-P-F-O-R-D. Uh, we are currently at about 75% of the way to our goal. Yes. And uh, that's 
fucking great. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, but we need another $2,500. So if you want to donate any amount between $1 and $2,500, make it happen. There uh, if you've got so some rich friends, great perks. there are. Yeah. You can get a podcasting consulting session with me and Julian McKenzie. Mm. Uh, Kate has uh, high pep talks available between her and Paul. Um, Adrian has no specific perks assigned to her. But somebody gave me $50 to lo- uh, life coach them. So, nice. uh, yeah, if you want that, uh, an I'll, I'll do it. So uh, just let me know. Yeah. Uh, you can see the first movie I was ever in when I was 18 years old and I thought I could act. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, it's great. It's, it's really not, and that's why it's great. Oh, man. Well, um, I'm going to, boy, oh, boy, I didn't pull up the show notes that I usually pull up to end the show. Uh, thank you guys for coming. Uh, remember, if you liked this, you can rate and review the show on iTunes and Stitcher, and instead of iTunes, it's Apple Podcasts now, which is dumb, and I have problems with it. Um, donate to our it's campaign. it's not been iTunes for a long time. Oh, I know, for a long time. Um, share this episode with a friend who likes horses, maybe they're thinking about a threesome, share this episode with someone who you want to be in a threesome with. (laughs) Exactly that order. Um, Uh, Disclaimer, don't. Disclaimer, definitely do. Uh, Yeah, you can follow the show on Twitter at Down With Talking and each of us individually. I'm at Tom Zalatni. At Red Random. At Boxless Thoughts. I'm at No The Other Simon. That's right. And uh, does anyone have any shows to plug while we're here? Anyone know? No one's doing any off JFL shit. I like blew my show wad this week. I had like five of them. Oh, but Kate is in, is, is infamous oh, at off JFL. Yes, yes. 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 infamous. Kate Hammer. Saturday at eight thirty. It is fucking awesome. Saturday, what date? You will you will be touched the, in your heart. Saturday and in your the twenty first. Yeah. 21st. Cool. Sweet. And uh, yeah, special thanks to Crackers and Jam yeah! for letting us use right the title track off their EP Benson as our theme music. You can find all their music for sale at crackersandjam.bandcamp.com. This show is produced and edited by me, Tons of Winner of the Spirit yeah. Award of something. As part of the Upford Network, you can find out about all the great shows on our network at upfordnetwork.com. Thank you again Thank for coming. You guys this is so great. I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. Oh, hi. Do you ever wonder if picking your own name for Secret Santa and then buying yourself a gift makes you a sociopath? 
Or if everything is everything, then how much of everything is there? Or what exactly a Moguana is? Well, <laughs> that one's just a way of saying more iguana. Or maybe you wonder what the death of a friendship over the course of 50 episodes sounds like. Whatever your questions, you can find the answers and also more questions on Lasers on the Ride podcast, now a member of the Upford Network, available wherever you usually get your podcasts. Thank you.